Thank you very much, Marilyn. Marilyn and Simon have had big months and uh, really appreciate your serving today. And it's really great to have you here today at Refresh. Um, yeah, you never know from week to week what our weeks are going to look like, do we? But we're so grateful that we can just be here right now in this time and space. And if it's the first time that you've come here into um, Refresh or you haven't been for a while, I'm just so glad that you're here. And um, as um, I always say, I really believe God wants each of us here at this time and space for a reason. And uh, he has this little moment for us in our crazy, hectic week to be able to pause and just um, grow stronger in our faith and at the moment in our relationships, which is what our series is about. So I'm Sharon and it's really glad that you can just be here today with us. Um, As I said, our series at the moment is The Game Changer. And um, it's looking at the fact that uh, games are good, but games in relationships are not so good. Because a game denotes generally a winner and a loser, and that's not what we want in relationships. So over the three weeks, um, we're, we're identifying some games that we play in relationships, and um, we're looking at ways to stop us being players in those games. And we want to be a game changer. And um, last week, Corbin uh, shared uh, with us, um, did, I did uh, listen to your message online, and um, the message was uh, called The Change Game, and that reminded me of a little story. Corbin didn't tell it, so I'll tell you very quickly, and I'm sure you've heard it, but you know of that bride who is preparing for her wedding day, and she's extremely nervous and uh, she says to the pastor, there's no way I'm going to remember everything I need to do. And the pastor said, it's okay, it's okay, just remember this. All you need to do is remember this. The first thing you'll do will be walk down the aisle. Walk down the aisle. The next is you'll, you'll come to the altar. You stand at the altar and then after that we're going to have a hymn. So just remember that. So the bride goes, yep, I, I can think I can, I can do that. And so as she's, she's walking down the aisle, she's going... I'll alter him. I'll alter him. But as you know, she never does, does she? So the little, the message was about change and um, Corbin's take-home points were that we are to accept others as they are. Not always easy, especially when it's someone super close to us or someone that we're in relationship with that we're a bit different from at times to model behaviour in our relationships of what we would want, then we have to model that. He also challenged us to add curiosity, not coercion, to our relationships. And God as a centrepiece, and ask God to actually work on us, not so much the other person. So we talked about that, and if you missed that, um, that's all cool, that's fine. Maybe there's a few points just then you can take home. But today, there's another game that we're going to explore. And I I just want to say the series that we're doing here at Refresh, um, we have adapted and borrowed from a North Point series. So I just want to acknowledge that the primary thoughts of my message today aren't mine. um, And uh, I'm just sharing, again, someone else's great message. So I just want to acknowledge that. um, Yeah. But I don't know about you, it's not a phrase that's very common, but you may have heard this phrase before. You may have heard this phrase before. Don't hate the player, 
hate the game. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Some of you might have even said that term before. But the truth is, is that we all feel like, you know, we're not a player. We're not a player in the game. Um, but the reality is that we, we actually are all players. So this morning, just, just as a little icebreaker, I want you to turn to the person beside you and say, don't hate me, hate the game. And if they're your partner, you can just add, don't hate me, baby, hate the game. <laughs> We're just playing the game here, right? Now, I don't know about you in your house, but I grew up with games. On Saturday night, board games, ping pong and darts. So I grew up in a previous generation and um, we didn't have a cinema in our town. In fact, in those days, well, cinema wasn't the place to go either. So um, games were it. And, you know, as a young person, I highly looked forward to Saturday night. It kick-started with, um, back then, it wonky, isn't it? About 6.30 on TV, there was a show called It's a Knockout. Does anyone remember that? <laughs> and so we'd hang out to start the night with that game, and when that finished, we'd go on to our own games. And, um, well, you can see in our family, I've inherited that whole... Um, we had a game cupboard, it was above the linen cupboard, and it was a catastrophic cupboard. There was just games all over the place. We have a cupboard now too, and I thought, I'll bring all my games. But actually, this is not all of them. This is only some. I gave up in the end. I thought, I'll just bring the ones that we mostly play, or play some of, some of the time. And, um, and, you know, when I was a kid, going back to when I was a kid, those game nights, our cousins lived up the road from us on the farm. So we lived on one farm, my grandparents down the road, and my uncle and aunt up the way. So, you know, we were neighbours, but it's not the kind of neighbour that you shake hands through the windows, neighbours, over the fence. We were some... Um, Saturday nights, our cousins would come down, or we would go to their place and play games. Now, this was my favourite, favourite game. Anyone know this game? Now, we played this in serious measure. Now, there is a little thing in here that you are meant to use to deduce three things. What do you deduce in this game? Does anyone know? Place. Where they did it. With what? Card to work it out on. So, our own... A4 deductive charts. But not only that, we made up, it started off with cereal boxes. Don't you cheat off my chart. So we actually would put a little box of cornflakes, rice bubbles, and whatever else, and make our little sort of alcove so no one could cheat. But they became a bother because, you know, as soon as you reached over to the the thing you'd knock it over. So my uncle used boxes and made up little booths that we actually put our little paper in and we all deduced who, where, with what. Now, it was serious business and uh, I loved it. The other game that we played, which 
believe it or not, our family doesn't own, my parents do, and it's just become known to my children, is billionaire. Now, if you know this game, it's not a board game, it is a card game, but when you put eight people around the table playing this game, you have to barter to get, by yelling out, one, one, two, 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 three, 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 exchanging cards to get a set. Now, as I said, we live down around... Should I? From my uncle and aunt. But I remember one night, they were all playing billionaire, and I don't know, for whatever reason, I went home early, and I could hear them playing billionaire from our house to their house, which was... And, you know, in that scramble, there was always half a finger going and getting lost and the grabbing and the snatching and cards going everywhere. It was serious business, games at our house. And um, bring it forward, yeah, my boys like games. My parents like games. And when my parents come, they just want to play a game. Should I take... It's written... This is a bit awkward. <laughs> it's written all over their face, like, let's play a game. And you see Mark, he just games. And so Mark gets out of it fairly simply. He just sort of slithers off. Um, <clears throat> but he does, he is a very gracious father, 